success is liking who you are, liking what you do, and liking how you do it. Hi everyone, my name is Tiwa Ogunlesi. I'm a confidence coach specializing in positive psychology and the founder of Confidence and Killing It. Let's talk about imposter syndrome. What is it exactly that kind of causes that for people and, and how do you overcome it? I like to see imposter syndrome as temporary memory loss where you have forgotten all the amazing things about you. And it's scientifically proven that if you look back at your life with a sense of accomplishment and achievement, it makes you more confident and optimistic about your future so you go if i did it before i can do it again our mission is to help 10 million people start and grow a business for free we want nothing from you in pep talk we interview industry leading experts from around the world who share actionable know-how and life lessons that's why we're excited to partner with godaddy to power up pep talk i've been using godaddy for years and would promote them on this podcast even if they didn't sponsor us you can use their free website builder and start your online business at no cost and even get help these days with naming your business. For 40% off GoDaddy tools, click the link in the podcast notes below and use the code GDXPEPTALK. Today we'll be talking about imposter syndrome and overcoming fear. I have an incredible guest who's going to be sharing not only her business knowledge, but her insights into these two things. Tiwa, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. Perhaps we could start by you kindly telling the audience a little bit about who you are and what you do. Thank you for having me. Hi, everyone. My name is Tiwa Ogunlesi. I'm a confidence coach specializing in positive psychology, an author, a podcaster, and the founder of Confident and Killing It. Confident and Killing It is a self-love revolution that wakes people up to their worth so they can be confident, unstoppable, and really just dare to live the life that they truly desire. Um, so yeah, I really just, I noticed a generational cycle in low self-esteem between women and girls, and I really wanted to do something about it. And so um, my vision is to build a media company that creates um resources and content and courses and coaching that really wakes people up to the greatness inside of them and equips them with everything that they need to take action and live a full life. What an amazing mission. Thank and you. How did you wake up? How did you <laughs> become this aware and, and, and know to build something like this? How, how did you get to this place? Yeah, um, I was actually a very insecure teenager. Um, my negative thoughts were just my thoughts in general were a mess, super negative mind. I was confident on the outside in terms of, you know, I always followed through with action. I never really let fear get in the way. But internally, I was so mean to myself. I was so critical. Um, and it wasn't until I was 21 that I started my personal growth journey because my mom gave me a book called 15 Laws of Growth by John Maxwell. And before I read that book, I always thought growth came with age. And so when I was 21, I was thinking when I'm 25, I'll be grown, I'll be making money, life will be good, and I'll be living my best life. And then you get to 25 or 26 or 27 and you realize, wow, adulting is such a scam. This does not come with age. This is something you actually have to be intentional about. So I woke up pretty early on to the idea that growth is intentional. Confidence is intentional. You know, I wanted to be... Um, successful. I wanted to be someone who would make a difference in the world. And I quickly realized that that's not just going to happen 
by turning older every year, I have to carve a space for myself. And so I started diving into my strengths, my passions, and creating a life that was in the intersection and in alignment with what I was really good at doing. When I then realized how powerful and transformational this journey was, I was like, oh my gosh, why is no one sharing this with other people? There are so many women out there who are feeling insecure about themselves, not confident. I want to take all the lessons that I've learned and share it with them. And that's how kind of like taking all my personal growth tips and turning it into like a community and a business is how it got started. Now, you're a master neurolinguistic practitioner, and, and I'd love to for my audience to understand what that actually means, because I've been fascinated by this subject myself for quite a few years, the kind of pre-programmed part of our brain. But perhaps you could yeah. share with the audience what you've learned being a practitioner in that space and how it applies itself to what you're doing now. Absolutely. So another thing when I started this personal growth journey was understanding that my mind is super powerful, but I can program it for success. Because previously, when I just thought my mind is my mind, there's nothing I can do about it. These negative thoughts are just who I am. I can't change that. But then I found out about neuroplasticity, and which is the idea that our brains are like plastic. And if it's working in a way that doesn't serve us, we can actually rewire and reprogram our brains and create new pathways for new habits and new behaviors. So I had a behavior where I was really critical of myself and I thought really negatively and I wanted to change that. So I started to change my behavior and my habits. And so my default became positivity instead of negativity. So, um, Neurolinguistic programming is just about understanding the power of language and the power of our minds and being intentional about creating a mind and a brain that supports you instead of one that is constantly sabotaging you. Now, that's not to say you're going to be positive, happy, clappy all the time. That's impossible. That doesn't exist. But your default should at least be positivity and self-belief rather than I'm terrible, I'm an imposter every single day of your life. Let's talk about imposter syndrome for a moment. And I mean, there's there's all sorts of, I guess, elements around imposter syndrome. I feel it personally as a, as a person who's built 19 companies. I still sometimes feel like I'm not a successful entrepreneur compared to Elon Musk. Right. So so is imposter syndrome and how do you overcome it? I mean, what are your tips for, for this sort of feeling? Is it I shouldn't yeah. be comparing myself to Elon Musk? And or what is it exactly that kind of causes that for people? And, and how do you overcome it? So the first thing is to actually kind of identify what imposter syndrome is. So it's that feeling where you feel like a fraud, where you feel like you're not good enough and, you know, you don't deserve to be where you are and somebody is going to find out and it's going to be shameful and embarrassing. Now, I like to see imposter syndrome as temporary memory loss, where you have forgotten all the amazing things about you. So you've started 19 businesses and maybe you want to start another business and you're thinking, gosh, do I really have what it takes to do this? And it's like, of course you do. Look at your track record or you're going into this presentation um, to pitch an idea to your team and you're like, oh my gosh, do I really have what it takes to do that? And the answer is yes, because we are so quick to shove our accomplishments under the rug and we focus on all the time we've made mistakes and we play those images over and over again in our heads. Um, we tend to remember more of our failures and mistakes than we do the positive things that we've achieved. Now, um, 
in positive psychology, there's something called the PERMA model, and it's the five pillars of well-being. And one of them is achievement. And it's scientifically proven that if you look back at your life with a sense of accomplishment and achievement, it makes you more confident and optimistic about your future. So you go, if I did it before, I can do it again. So the first part of overcoming imposter syndrome is about reflecting regularly on all the amazing wins, big and small, that you are proud of yourself for and being unapologetic about it. It's not arrogant. It's not bragging to acknowledge the fact that you are capable. It's like something you need. Okay. So don't be afraid to do that. Um, and with that, you know, challenge the imposter syndrome when it comes. So I like to think of, imagine you're in a court case and the imposter syndrome want to, wants to throw you in jail. It's saying you're a fraud. It's saying you messed up. Now your lawyer has to defend you. And imagine if your lawyer comes into the courtroom holding like a glass of wine and it's just like, oh, like to the judge, oh, babe, she's a great person. Like, please don't be mean to her. Just let her go. I promise like she won't do it again. Right. Who's the judge and the jury going to believe? The imposter syndrome with all the receipts and evidence about how you're a fraud or your lawyer who's just like, yay, positive vibes. Everyone be happy. You know, so you need to create like a log of your accomplishments. So I have this tool called my monthly wins tracker and it's a free tool on my website. And so um, we'll share the link so people can download it. And every single month I go into this massive calendar where I see my whole accomplishments for the whole year and I write my small and my big wins every single month. So whenever imposter syndrome is creeping in or comparison is creeping in, I go back and remind myself of all the amazing things I've accomplished. And then the next thing to think about is how you define success and failure. And you've got to learn to define it on your own terms because, you know, using the Elon Musk, for example, he's successful in the worldly terms in terms of powerful billionaire, you know, huge following, you know, and if you base success on how much money you have or how many followers you have or, you know, um, how many business you started, you will always feel second place because there will always be somebody with more numbers than you. Right. There will always be somebody who's richer than you, who's more powerful than you. And so you will always feel like you're in second place. So. You've got to learn to define success and failure on your own terms where you can achieve success in your everyday life. It doesn't have to be until you're a millionaire before you say you're successful. There is small successes you can achieve in every moment. And my definition of, of success I got from Maya Angelou. And she says, success is liking who you are, liking what you do and liking how you do it. So nothing to do with numbers, nothing to do with fame or power or money. It's about, do you know who you are? Do you like that person? Do you like how you spend your time? Are you passionate about the things you do? And do you like how you do it? Once you do that, you take success into your own hands. So no one has um, the the right to, to say you're a fraud or you're a failure because you get to own that. And then my final point on overcoming imposter syndrome is realizing that knowledge and capability are not the same thing. So just because you don't know how to do something doesn't mean you are not capable of doing those things. So I have a technique I, I call learning and leveling up. Instead of fake it till you make it, which is basically inviting imposter syndrome into your life because you have to be a fake 
version of yourself to be successful. I like learning and leveling up. You know that learning is your superpower. You know that it's okay not to have all the answers. But if you are in a situation where somebody asks you a question and you don't know the answer, you can go, thanks, that's a really good question. I'm not sure I have the most accurate answer for you right now. So let me do some research and I'll come back to you right? You have the power to go and learn and then use that new knowledge to level up and take action. So no more disqualifying yourself, no more booing yourself off the stage before you've even given yourself a chance to perform. You know that when situations arise, you have what it takes inside of you to figure it out and to move forward. If this podcast is inspiring you to start or grow a business, then I recommend you use Taylor Brands. They are our sponsor for this podcast and they help you not only craft a brand, but design merchandise and so much more. In the last year, I've used this site for every single one of my businesses. I couldn't recommend them more. And we've even negotiated a 40% off discount code for you. Just use PEP, P-E-P, when using their website to make your booking. Now, let's get back to the podcast. Never say fake it till you make it again. We have just yes. <laughs> redefined entrepreneurship. Everybody listening, you're learning and you're leveling up. And I think that's just brilliant. And and actually, we do need to readjust people's mindset around like, I'm faking it till I make it, which Absolutely. I know some people see as very negative and, and probably very negative for the individual saying it. I've said it, so I know what you mean. Um, yeah, so yeah. It's, it's really good. And I, and I also love your whole... Um, wind tracker I'll, I'll, yes. I'll definitely monthly wind tracker i'll be downloading that so we'll put the links yes. below for people to, to grab that you mentioned the five pillars earlier and, and i feel like we, we touched on one achievement um mm -hmm. what are the other four pillars for those that don't know yes absolutely so uh, just a bit of background for where it came from so positive psychology was founded by um dr seligman um from i think it was Ye uh university of pennsylvania in america and they realized that traditional psychology just talked about how to avoid pain and suffering and things like depression and anxiety. And just because you avoid certain things doesn't mean you automatically get happiness, peace, love, and joy, right? So your well-being, your confidence, your growth is something you have to be intentional about. So they created the five pillars of well-being to say, if you work on these five things, you will experience an optimum amount of well-being in your life. So you're not just running away from the negative stuff. You're actually being intentional about the positive stuff. So the first pillar is P, which is positive emotion. And that is all about learning how to process your emotions. How well do you feel good and, and satisfied and, you know, positive in your life? Or are you kind of overwhelmed with negative emotions all the time? So it's just about learning to um, articulate how you feel, process your emotions and deal with negative emotions in a way that you don't get stuck in it. And you know, okay, these are the things that bring me joy. I can be more intentional about accessing that positivity. Next up, we have E, which is um, engagement. And it's about how alive do you feel in your life? Are you passionate about the work that you're doing? Um, do you feel engaged in the things that you're doing? Productivity isn't just about ticking boxes. Productivity is about spending time doing what matters to you. So it's about, are you spending your time in a way you are proud of that fulfills you? Or are you feeling like um, life kind of sucks and you're just kind of in a rat race and just kind of going and ticking boxes and making money and you're feeling really unfulfilled in your life. So the E is about making sure you feel happy and energized and engaged and, and passionate about what you're doing. 
then R stands for relationships. And it is, um, you know, in the world that we live in, it's all like be independent, especially for women, like be an independent woman. You don't need anything. You don't need anyone. But that is not true. The people we surround ourselves with have a big part to play in our confidence. And you can be internally confident, but if you're in a toxic relationship or toxic work environment or business culture, then it can really, really knock your confidence. So we have to make sure that we're being intentional and about our relationships and making sure that we are spending time with people who believe in us and who support us and lift us up. Up, rather than spending time with people who are doubting our dreams and our capabilities. Um, also, um, in Maslow's hierarchy of needs, love and belonging is an essential part of fulfilling your optimum um, potential, which is self-actualization. So there is no the best you without a sense of love and belonging that you get from relationships and community. Um, and then M is for meaning. And that is about your life having a sense of meaning and purpose and working towards something bigger than yourself. So, and this is like the number one rule for business. You know, when you're starting a business, it's not just about you because the days when you want to give up, if your business is just about making money or just about making you feel good, you will give up like that. But if your business has a bigger purpose and it's about greater impact and you know you're not just living for yourself but you're here to serve other people it's them that keep you going when you feel like giving up you know so making sure that you're living for something bigger than yourself and your life has meaning and purpose is really important to your overall well-being and then the last one is um accomplishments which i already explained about feeling good about your past successes and celebrating those it's a great list isn't it do you feel that you tick all these items do you do you reference this a lot in your own life yeah i i would say i i tick all the boxes all the time because you know no one is perfect but what i have done is i've made sure that my to-do list isn't just about business 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 my to-do list is spread out around each of these pillars of well-being and um things that i really value and so when I'm going through my week, I have time for my wellness. I have time for relationships. I have time for, um, you know, doing something I'm really passionate about and gets me excited. I have time for tracking my wins and, and celebrating myself. So um, I try to make sure I'm weaving in little bits of all these five pillars into my life as I'm moving forward. And there will be times when you know, wellness has to maybe take a back seat a little bit <laughs> and, you know, business is quite stressful and I just have to put my head down and, and speed through it. And there will be times when, you know, I'm really like dialing up the wellness and enjoyment and, um, yeah, and spending time with the people that I love. So it's not a 50, 50 balance. I think you have to look at it as how can you integrate all of these different bits into your life as you go. I think putting into your diary, like scheduling in each yes. element, is is pretty pretty powerful point actually, and and then you don't you know, you make that I don't know half an hour for yourself to meditate and do nothing. Literally, it's in your diary, right? So you yeah. you, you, yeah. you see it as as important as having a meeting with the CEO of whatever. exactly. So, yeah. And, yeah, I call really it cool. Tiwa time. So tiwa that's time. like yeah, Tiwa another, time. Another, so I put it in my diary. <laughs> another potential, you know, trademark there probably. You know, that's, uh, that's, <laughs> everyone could use a bit of Tiwa time. I think that's um, <laughs> really really powerful. And then let's for a second talk about fear. 
Now, I, mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I have this thing personally about how um, I believe fear is actually a superpower in many ways. It mm-hmm. can kind of mm-hmm. give you an extra edge if you leverage it as opposed to suppress it. So I'm really interested in your overcoming fear mindset and how, how, you, how you deal with it. Yeah, I think there's there's definitely that the point you just mentioned, like there's definitely an angle there. Um, I I think fear is just a negative thought of something in the future that hasn't even happened yet. So, you know, before you launch the business, you're like, what if I fail? What if no one buys my products? What if, you know, I mess up that presentation? What if I don't raise enough money that I need to? What if is a probability, it's a possibility of something that could happen, but What's the best way to find out whether your business is going to be successful or not? Start the business. What's the best way to find out if people are going to buy your products or not? Sell something. So be aware of the stories you tell yourself in the future that are not 100% certainty. And then the next step is to look at, okay, I have this negative possibility. What other possibilities are available to me? Because failure is not the only possibility, right? There is also the possibility that you might launch this business and it might be a phenomenon. You might, you know, put yourself forward for an opportunity and you get it. So I always say to people, fear is normal. Everybody feels fear. I still feel fear and I'm a pretty confident person. Fear is not the enemy. The enemy is not doing anything. The enemy is... uh, like retreating and letting the fear win because your mind is a battlefield. So, you know, your dreams are fighting the fear and you have to decide who's going to win. Now, before I even started Confident and Killing It, I, I filmed a one minute video on my phone about how important it is to love and believe in yourself. This is back in like 2016. And before I posted that video on Instagram, I was shaking in my room because my negative thoughts were like, who do you think you are? Your skin isn't clear enough for you to be on camera. Oh, you think you're Oprah now? This is so cringe. Don't post this. Don't post this. Don't post this. And in that moment, I had to remember what's more important than the fear I'm feeling right now. I had a message about how to love and believe in yourself. And I almost didn't post it because my fear was telling me nobody cares about this. And so in that moment, I had to ask, what is more, what message is in me that is more important than this fear? And so I leaned into what was more important than the fear and I took action. So, you know, as they say, feel the fear, but do it anyways. Fear itself is not the enemy. It's staying stuck and stagnant and giving into the fear, that's where the problem is. So use the fear, like you said, as motivation that you have to do it because you don't want the fear to win. So it's not like a little game that I have, like whenever I feel afraid, that's actually a sign to move forward and do it because I'm sending a message to my subconscious that you do not have power over me. Fear does not get to win around here. I'm the winner and I'm going to take action. <laughs> I, I love it. I, I had that exact thing this morning when going to post this morning something that, you know, I, I posting a video with my son and I had all mm. these things go through my head that I sh- the reason I shouldn't do it and I did it anyway and it actually felt liberating, you know, just to yeah. know, this, this, this is this is the truth. This is what I think. And hopefully it helps people. And, and, and what you're mentioning now, I don't want the audience to miss. I want to translate it. it, it, Basically, I think you're talking 
very much about purpose there too. You know, mm. like your purpose, you know, you can overcome fear. If the reason you're doing that video is to, in your case, help people, then, you know, it doesn't matter perhaps that your skin isn't perfect today. These things become secondary to whatever, you know, yeah. whatever reason. To the bigger picture. Exactly. Yes. And, um, and, and so, yeah, I, th I, 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 I think purpose is so powerful and I can sense yeah. it in you of course you have a very strong sense of purpose but if people can grasp that i feel that that's that superpower right yes absolutely and another thing that i realized is your fears will always be the exact opposite to your biggest strengths because if you think about it in a boxing match heavyweight fights heavyweight right you don't see a heavyweight fighting a lightweight so the biggest fears you're going to feel are often around the biggest areas of strength and purpose that you have, because fear's goal is to keep you safe. Sometimes it's to sabotage you, right? And we all have that inner saboteur. And that is the voice of fear sometimes. And so you've got to be aware that the bigger the fear is means that actually this is probably an area where you are about to unlock something major in your life and take you to the next level. And um, you will always feel resistance when you're moving from a lower sphere to a higher sphere in your life. When you're about to unlock a new level in you, you will always feel some sort of resistance and fear. And so that's the sign that you need to push through that resistance because there is greatness waiting for you on the other side. But if you don't, you never get to experience what that greatness is. Got chills. There is greatness <laughs> waiting for you on the other side. I could speak to you all day. I feel incredibly <laughs> motivated and reminded of these important points that might sometimes seem like common sense, but it's actually yeah. very important to keep an eye on these different points and, and measure carefully that you, you are keeping an eye on these points. So Absolutely. I have really enjoyed personally uh, chatting to you today and I hope my audience have enjoyed it too. If you have, please go below, click Tiwa's links, go visit her social media pages, give her a like, it costs you nothing. And I'm pretty sure if you follow her on social media you're going to be as energized as i feel right now so thank <laughs> yes. you so much for your time today oh one more thing um sure. which i didn't mention but my debut book confident and killing it is going to be out on the 7th of july and that is going to be literally this episode was just a, a, a taster of what you can expect in the book and it's a very practical game plan to building confidence looking at your capabilities betting on yourself um redefining success your personal well-being and prioritizing your needs so yeah if you enjoyed this episode it would be amazing if you could pre-order my book and um yeah be confident and killing it <laughs> could we give one book away signed by you is that okay yeah. Yes, absolutely. So if, if people go onto our website and just send us a quick email or a note saying what they learned from Tiwa's podcast today, you could be in a chance to win one signed copy. So thank you for that, and and what a what a wonderful uh, what a wonderful uh, insight you've shared with us today. I really appreciate. It. I'm looking forward to reading your book. I'm I'm going to buy pleasure. it. Soon. So thank <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. Thanks for listening to Pep Talk. We hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to follow The Purposeful Project on all our social media channels where we're giving away even more free business secrets and entrepreneurial value. Again, we'd like to thank our sponsor GoDaddy for powering this podcast. From naming a business to buying a domain name to building your website for free, GoDaddy has you covered. For 40% off GoDaddy tools, click the link in the podcast note below and use the code GDXPEPTALK. 
See you next time, entrepreneurs. And remember, you're not alone.